The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. back to another chapter of anime made me do it we are your hosts i'm tyler this is aaron chapter four total of five so far we've covered a a small range of things uh the last two episodes in this episode is part three of a recap that we've been doing of uh the entire series of attack on titan so uh this episode we're going to be recapping season three Big, big season. A lot of information to digest. We're probably not going to even scratch the surface of everything, really. I mean, there's just... There's no way. There's there's literally just so much in this season to the point where, like, when you start watching episodes, you want to be like, oh, oh, shit, I got to go back to, like, season one or two, and I got to rewatch this certain part or this certain part to fully grasp what's going on. How many times are you in between reading and watching the anime uh, are you in? Like how many times have you watched it, basically? Oh, I've, uh, season one, I've watched like five or six times. Okay. Season two, I've watched probably five or six times because that's just a, a shorter season. Season three, I've only watched probably twice. So I, you're a couple times in, though, at least. The uh, whole e- series. E- yeah, yeah. Um, the newest season, the first half of season four, I've watched each episode. I've went back and rewatched it multiple times as well. Uh, as far as reading through the manga, uh, I've only done one read-through. I'm not really one of those people that really goes back and reread something just because it's so much. There's so many right, chapters. Yeah, right. I just don't want to go back and That's reread it. a lot of time. It. It's a big commitment. Yeah. Um, but you want to, there's, there's a few um, news bits we could touch base on yeah, real quick. Yeah, I'm liking us starting off with the with the news in the beginning of the episode. So. Yeah. What do you got for us? Uh, so something that came up. I, this doesn't interest me really that much. Um, trailer for Chainsaw Man came out. Yeah, I'm mean. not a horror guy. I'm so not like, a horror guy to begin with. Yeah, so that's like, what I mean. So it's not. It doesn't move the needle for me that much. Yeah, me either. I'm sure somebody's stoked about this. This it's if that's whatever. your thing. That's your thing. Yeah. Just scary movies in general, all that kind of stuff. It's just never. It's not for me. It's just never interested me. It's not a feeling I like. Yeah going into a lot no it's i don't know it's just one of those things where i find it really weird you either really like it or you it's either your thing like like the halloween people and shit like that like it's it's your thing or it isn't yeah uh some gaming news in the anime uh world so we have um digimon's coming out with an mmorpg (laughs) how you feel about that aaron don't give a fuck next story (laughs) Rip. Oh, competition for Pokemon? Not really. <laughs> Let's play the shitty version of Pokemon, dude. Come on. Hey. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> There's two fucking weirdos that are like, oh, dude, I can't wait for this Digimon game. Whatever. Take a fucking hike. Take a fucking hike. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I might play it. 
I'll report back to you if I do that. Absolutely. I fucking won't, dude. I'll report back to you if I do that. I don't know who's making it. I don't know any of that information. I'm going to look into it when we're I, done with this. I, I don't. I genuinely don't give a rat's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? The uh, That fucking Demon Slayer trailer came out for that game. Oh, yeah. Yep, that looks sick. That does look really. That looks really good. Uh, the art style looks really fun. Um, it's coming out on uh, PS4, PS5, Xbox. Boo! Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> we dabbled in this last week a little bit. Uh, I am on the the PS side of things. Tyler's hardcore Xbox. Yeah. Which I mean, it it kind of works out when we want to discuss things because we hit, both have insight on. Each side. I will say that I saw this trailer because PlayStation posted it on their socials. So that's how I knew about this game coming out. You said something to me about it, so I just looked it up. Um, It's basically... What it it seems like from the trailer is just that it's a... uh, It's just kind of like a... It's like uh, DBZ Kakarot, where it's just like a rehashing of the story. Yeah. But I think it it does lend itself to... uh, to gameplay, though, just yeah. you know, with the swords and the special powers and stuff like that. I mean, you know this, and I mean, we talked about this off off mic like plenty of times. I'm just not a single player game person, period. Yeah, um, a couple of games that I have played though, and I, that I've enjoyed is the uh, Naruto games, um, like early, early DBZ games. But aside from those, it's your uh, Budokais and stuff like yeah, that. Just yeah, just real early. Talking PS2. And then I think the last piece, unless you have anything else. I do. I, I have a couple other things, but I, I was uh, interested in that. I, I uh, That comes out in October. That okay. I am excited about. That and Digimon. Between that and fucking <laughs> Digimon. I can't even say Digimon without laughing, dude. Get the fuck out of here. I think we talked about doing like a Pokemon versus Digimon episode, and we're like, it's just going to last like two it's minutes. It's going to be a two-second episode because Pokemon Digimon than Digimon sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's play the boring version. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. What was that? Oh, uh, that, um, that anime series on that newer one on Netflix... The Yosuke, yes, yep, is uh is getting a manga adaptation. Really? Yes, it is by so now, uh, author um, Satoshi uh, Okunishi. I don't. I'm not familiar with any of his work off the top of my head. Off the top of my head, I'm not either. That'd be interesting. It is set to release at the end of next month, though. I'd read that. I would it's, definitely. Uh, it's read currently that. June uh, 29th at the recording of this episode, so you got about a month, and that'll be coming out. Nice. Thanks for that one. I'm definitely gonna. I'm gonna look into that. Was there anything else you had? Just the last thing I wanted to uh, mention before we kind of transition into today's episode, which is you don't have you have nothing else going on. I don't know. No, all right. It's a, it's a little bit of a slower week. So I saved this for last because I really wanted. So Aaron's never read the manga for Attack on Titan. I got him into Attack on Titan. Like I, I yeah. hounded him for months. I think we talked briefly. I think we've about talked this. about we've talked about this like every episode. <laughs> <laughs> I hounded him for months. Like, 
yo, like the last season is coming out. You have to get caught up. You have you to watch get, all get this. Caught up, get caught up, and caught up. Yep. all of a sudden one day he's like, yo, I just binge watched the whole first season in the last 48 hours. I was like, it was something crazy like that. It was, I was like, all right, bet. Um, but they, they posted the, um, the teaser for the second half of the fourth season, the final season. Um, in the trailer, or in, it's not a trailer, it's, it's, not, a, it's, it's a photo. Just a, it's just an image. It's just an image. It's a colored image. Um, this was an image that they used in the, in the manga, but obviously not color. Um, you see a a very I, I like that it's in color. So this is what this mm-hmm. co- this yep. is cool for me because I got to see this in color finally. So it's like a white tree. Um, I I'll call it the tree of life. Uh, I mean in Norse mythology that's Yggdrasil. Um, There's a lot of different things. There's yeah. a lot of mythologies and stories that. But this looks like a tree use. of life. It's it's pure white. It's emitting light. It's branching out in front. In the very front, you see long hair Aaron. So current. So like so current Aaron. Season yeah. four. Yeah. Which I love. This is my favorite look of Aaron by far. Like, I love it. Post-time skip Aaron, long hair. He's a badass. Yep. He's, he's really bad. And this is where you see a lot of his character development. And then he's looking towards, like, the tree. But, I mean, it looks like... There's a little girl in front of him. Yeah, there's somebody in front of the tree. Do you know who that is? I don't. I have a guess. See, here's the thing about the fucking tree, though. That's how the series starts. Yes. Is you're seeing this tree. This mm. tree's popped up a few times now, but this is the first time that it's... A lot of it, too, is in the um, the opening. The openings and the, cl- uh, yes. the endings. Yep. See, that's the other thing. Like we've we've mentioned this. We this is our third week in a row covering Attack on Titan. There's no fat on this show. Like everything has a purpose. Yeah. There's if you see something It means something. You would either be it's a callback to something, it's a foreshadowing for something. Nothing's on accident. So like I said, like this literally the show starts with Aaron waking up from a dream and he sees this tree. Mm-hmm. And now it's it's coming back it's full circle. Of, right. Um It's like this is always where we were heading towards kind of thing. Yeah. Which is the story's coming to a head basically is what's happening. Yes. Um Do you want to know who that is? No. no. Not right this second. No. Have we already met this person? She starts to get mentioned a lot in this season. I mean, we're going to be talking about her probably shortly. Son of a bitch. Do you know who it is? Spoiler alert. We'll throw a spoiler alert right now. Who do you think it is? Just just (laughs) tell me, dude. Just tell me. That is Emir. Like fucking Titan, like weird, ugly. No, no, no. Like original, like OG original founding Titan. Fuck. Emir. Fuck. <laughs> oh man, we are coming full circle. So that is original founding yes, Titan, right. where all the Titans came from. Right. Emir. Fuck. It's like I like seeing your reaction to this. Damn. Yeah, dude. So that's where that's the crazy. that's where the second half of the season is going towards right now. 
Um, well, we'll say. I mean, we're going to cover season three today, and um, I think season four does do a lot to teach you that about how um, our abnormal titans, our you know, our smart titans, get their powers and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But we're going to hold off. So we're gonna we're gonna recap off season three today. Yeah. And then I think what we just we just discussed this um, before recording, and we're gonna hold off quite a while on recapping season four. Yeah, so we're just gonna cover everything that's done up to this point. Like today will be the last episode where we cover Attack on Titan. And then obviously, what, unless news comes up, another yeah. tr- a trailer, a poster. So we'll talk about that, that we'll if talk that about pops that. Kind of but um, we're gonna wait for. Th- all of season four to f- completely wrap up. Yeah, we'll probably do like the week before uh, Attack on Titan returns. We'll do a recap of season four up to this point, and then mm-hmm. that'll be a good jumping off point to getting into the second half of the season because it yeah. does leave off not necessarily on a cliffhanger, <laughs> but it kind of that, is. No, a, it's, it, a, it's a literal cliffhanger. <laughs> I mean, rip to Aaron's leg. But... Yeah, R.I.P. Um. So yeah, let's jump into uh, season, season three. three now that you know about Titan, this, dude. season three of Attack on Titan. Kenny, <laughs> Kenny. Jesus Christ, what a scene, dude! Uh, epic That's scene. Episode one, dude. I thought that was episode. No, dog. It's episode... That's how season three starts. <laughs> Damn. Well, that's, the epi- that's the end of episode one of season three. So uh, episode one starts off with them. Uh, they're trying to. They're still trying to get to uh, Aaron's house. Yep, that's like the main plan. I, I want to do this. This will be another episode that Tyler and I have discussed doing this before. I want to like go over different um big uh, openings and endings to different series and who does one, who yeah. doesn't. We're gonna do that. Top five, we're gonna, yeah, yeah. we'll rank them and, and whatever. Top ten, probably actually, because there's you so can do many top ten, ones. and then I'd like to rank the sh- the actual series. Like we'll watch season ones and season twos, and then you know whatever. That's cool, and yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we're gonna do that at some point. That'll be a fun episode. Um, it's kind of a lot. This is a uh, a more somber one. Like you see a a young Levi, a young Irwin. This is an Irwin heavy season. Irwin Smith is in the season a ton. This is um. A lot of politics in this season. We haven't seen a whole ton of that. We've heard it. Yeah. But there's a lot in this season. A lot of politics. With the, uh, the whole hierarchy and how the military's kind of intermingled in that and all everything. Uh, yeah. How corrupt who's really, it is. Yeah, who's really in control, who's, <laughs> who's pulling the strings and yeah. who's not. So, like I said, uh, like like the main focal point, again, we're starting to get to... They want to get to Aaron's basement. They're starting to like plan. Aaron's had his the whole show. Yep, he wears it around his neck. So not only that, but this is where Aaron is starting to um, really develop himself as a Titan. Really, he's getting pretty good at it. Yeah, um, I believe. Well, we talked about this for we talked about this briefly last week. I believe um, it's it's been a decent amount of time since. Him graduating the academy, basically, to now. Yep. It's been a decent amount of time. Mm-hmm. And he's been working with Hanjas a lot and Levi kind of perfecting his uh, 
not perfecting it, but I mean, working on his uh, Titan form a lot and his control over it and whatnot. Yeah. And it did, right now he can he could harden his hands. He could harden certain certain areas of his body. Yeah, it's not like a whole. It's he, n- he uses it a lot on his fist. It's pretty much in in his mind. It's to if he has to fight Reiner again. Yeah, he could uh, toughen up his fist to make a to land a more effective punch. So he's working on that. They're planning on uh, going to the basement, and they still have to plug the hole. Yeah, because there's still titans over there. Yes, like regular titans. Yep. So, um, they're they're developing all the plans for this stuff, and all of a sudden. Uh, a mysterious team shows up. Um, this mysterious team is actually the military police, like a certain um, offset, if you will, or like a rogue team, kind or of, who they yeah. think is like a rogue team. Kind of, you can kind of it's just because it's relevant right now. Kind of like the Bad Batch for Star Wars. Yeah, it's a little bit like that. Um. And there's a familiar face for Levi, and that is Kenny Ackerman. Ackerman. Well, actually, and I, I re- I've rewatched most of the season recently. He doesn't know that's his last name until well, until the end. Yeah, well, so mid season, mid season. He's yeah, he in the middle of the season. So at this point, he's just Kenny to him, and yeah. he's. You see Kenny a couple times in the uh, the opening of the the show. Has he talked about him before? He's been mentioned, Kenny the Ripper. Kenny the Ripper has been Just mentioned. Just by name. So basically, they the military still want, or the you know, and the hierarchy still is looking for Aaron. everybody's looking for Aaron. Basically, whether it's like, they still don't they still want him turned over. Whether we it, don't know why though. Yeah, this is where you there's start like to get a, some there's answers. Like an, there's an obvious reason as to why, but there's another reason behind it that we don't yes. know yet. That we're coming up to. The, the scouts soon. and the audience, we don't know to this yeah. point. So this mysterious rogue group of the military police shows up, led by Kenny the Ripper. Uh, as soon as Levi sees his face, he screams out, Kenny. Well, the guy gets shot. His So Han just gives him three people. Levi squad. Yeah. It's uh, Levi is on top of a building. This other guy's standing next to him, and he gets his brains blown out. Boom! So Gruesome. this ODM gear is a little bit different. They have these people have guns, like they don't have the swords. They have, straight up just have guns. So that's what kind of blew my mind when I first um, read this. Yeah, it's like an evolution of the ODM gear. Yeah. So you we're used to seeing swords and shit, and all of a sudden, these people have essentially they're single shot shotguns, and they drop these barrels yeah. off of them, and then put a new barrel that's already yeah, preloaded yeah. with uh, ammunition in it, just like you would with the swords. If they broke off, you just like yep. if they sheathe the handle and you pull out a new blade. Yeah, so this dude next to Levi gets his brains blown out, and Levi like he picks up on it pretty quick. He's so basically he he tries to bail, and then Kenny comes around the top of the building and he sees him. Yeah, Levi chucks his sword at him. That's when he that's what that you know the famous scene where he just yells Kenny out. Episode to be continued. Yeah. And that's how episode Kenny. one ends. Boom. 
episode one. And I sent you that that uh, picture the other day. Yep, I love it. That's that's one of my favorite scenes in this season, and it's in the oh, opening. Yeah. Um, I've rewatched that scene dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of times. Oh, yeah, we we've talked about this before, not just this show, but. Attack on Titan uses music so well to affect the emotion of a scene. Yeah. So at this point, I mean, the Levi squad and the scouts are kind of fucked. They're getting killed. They're getting pinned down. And it's... They're not doing good. And it's clear that they want Aaron. Point blank, period. Because they try to do it... They try to hide him again with with Jean. Putting him in a wig again. You know, trying that (laughs) trick. And it kind of works because Mikasa's group gets his story and Aaron, and then they're trying to take him off in the in the um, the horse and buggy thing. Mm-hmm. And before they can meet up all together, this is when Levi gets attacked. So there's two different things happening at the same time. Yeah. But this is also when we find out too that Aaron is not the only target. Yeah, they want fuck, they want Historia bad. So probably worse than Aaron. Yeah. So they want Historia real bad, and then all why, of a sudden you're like, why that though? You don't know why yet. You're just like, well, when I first tried putting two and two together, I'm like, it must be because of Emir. It has to be, because she spent so much There's time no context with her. As to why they want her so bad, and then they want Aaron for like semi obvious reasons, but more dark reasons that you're gonna find out shortly. Yep. So episode two, they capture him. They try doing the trick. The trick doesn't work, and they capture Historia and Aaron at the same time. I do want to shout out this cool scene with uh, Kenny and Levi in the bar. That scene is also one of my like the first two episodes have some amazing scenes in Bangers it. Bangers scenes, dude. So yeah, you have uh, so Kenny chases Levi into so, this like so, little so, yeah. pub. So Levi shoots his ODM gear into the back of this bar, and he shoots himself into it, and he actually gets behind the bar. Yeah, Kenny. Pulls up a chair and he's sitting right in front of the bar and he's talking to Levi like they have a prior relationship. Mm-hmm. That's the only way he'd be talking to him like this. He's telling he's telling him he's little still and all that. so. Levi takes a, a bottle of wine and turns it so you can see the reflection. I don't know why anime loves to do that, but they do. Dragon Ball Z does that with trunks and shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Like he'll turn his sword and you can see the reflection and stuff. Bar owners can, uh, for safety. Uh, have guns behind the bar. Yep. Levi knows this. Kenny forgets. So he takes it. What's the gun? This is like a, a rifle. Over his sh- shoulder. On top of the, the bar. bar. Shoots it, and he shoots Kenny right in the chest. Now he's wearing armor of some sort. Cause... It also helps that he... So <clears throat> this isn't like a modern-day rifle either. This is like a fucking... It looks like a musket. Yeah, it's practically a musket. It shoots, I think, uh, what would we've be equivalent them, to, like, what... We've seen the guns before, yeah. you know. It's... It'd be equivalent to, like, birdshot, really. Especially the way the, uh... So Kenny holds up a chair, too, just in time. Yeah. So this chair, the chair that he was, uh... He had. It's enough to shoot him out of the bar, though. Yes. He's just laying on his back. So he's laying on his back, his hat's over his face, and everyone's like, well, I'm it like... It gives uh, Levi just the amount of, a perfect amount of time to, um... Dip out. He throws his like Levi like throws his cloak out the window. Yeah, the one dude on this shoots it, it comes up, gets killed. And he shoots his ODM gear in this guy's forehead. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, but, dude! But I think this is a, this is where we start to we should start to mention the fact that we're starting to get now 
just as much human versus human conflict as as before right. it was human versus Titan. That, it's coming up in this episode, I believe. The scouts. I think it's I this episode. Who says it. I think it's, it's Armin. It's yeah. He's like we're gonna. He Levi already told us we're gonna have to start fighting humans here. Like that's just was it. There's no way around it. Was it Jean who killed the guy and he got sick from it because he that was Armin. Oh, is Armin. Armin shoots that fucker. The the girl, right? Yep. Yeah. It looks like John got shot because she has a gun pointed right at him, point yeah. blank. She's about to shoot him. And they and they, and they leave he the freezes. cut. freezes. So John freezes. Because he cut. has her beat. He has her pinned down. Yeah. He trip. She trips him. Armin's on top of the... Uh, he's wielding... He's got the horse by the reins. Mm-hmm. He must have had... Somebody must have left a gun on the seat or something like that. Yeah. He turns around and he shoots this lady, and that's when he gets sick because he killed his first person. Yep. But effective immediately, um, Aaron and his story are captured by yeah. this group. They try to trail this thing. They lose it. I think they actually lose it because Levi tells everyone to fall back, that they'll yeah, find Levi him. Levi kind of knows, like, we're, we're fucked here. So um, they, they won the round. Like, their plan half worked, and yeah. that was the problem. They weren't expecting them to have such firepower. Mm-hmm. They thought they were going to catch them on their um, on their heels, and they just didn't. They were ready for them, waiting for something to happen. We actually accidentally skipped over a major part of uh, episode one, and then that's where Levi, or not Levi, Aaron hands Hanji a note. Oh, shit, yeah. So in this yeah. note from uh, Aaron to Hanji, they detail a conversation from uh, Ymir, Bertolt, and Reiner from when he was captured in the last season. Mm-hmm. They don't know how the means of it yet, but pretty much what happens is if you are a Titan and you eat a Titan shifter... You revert back to being a human, but now you have the that power of the, the power you ate. the power of the person that you ate. So if it was Aaron, you'd have the attack titan power. If it was the armor titan like Reiner, you'd have the armor titan's powers and so on and so forth. Which does raise a question: um, Who did Aaron eat? Yeah, to get his power exactly. So how did Aaron get his powers? No one knows. He doesn't know. Not yet. Not yet. It's coming up soon. Though. Yep. Um, so. Later on in episode two, Hanji approaches Erwin Smith, very concerned that this we have to get Aaron back, otherwise he's going to be eaten. This is before any of this happens, though, because at this present moment, Erwin's being detained. Yeah. He's like in, in uh, MP jail right now. Yeah. So then episode three. And a lot of these titles for these episodes becomes uh, pretty important, especially watching it again. Yep. Because when you first watch through, it's kind of like they are what they are. Like, obviously, it means something, but you don't really get it. Upon the second watching, um, one was just called Trust. And, like, that's a huge topic. Of, that's a huge point of the episode. So, episode three... It's a little bit of a flashback episode. Historia 
It's a flashback to um, Historia telling the scouts about her upbringing <clears throat> on the Reese estate, which is a major part. This is this is um, it's a big deal. That's a big name, Reese. Um, so uh, they uh, they um, they're telling about her upbringing on it and how she had to take the different name. Mm, yep. She kind of explains it. Pretty much, uh, she is the daughter she of... She's kind of a mistake. <laughs> yeah, really. Like she was like a kid that like wasn't supposed to happen, and her yeah. mom basically... Basically what happens is her mom fucking hates her, doesn't talk to her, doesn't touch her, doesn't... There's no communication with her mom. Do we start to see her sister? Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, I was going to say, because she, she knows that there was somebody there that she... She, like, blocked out part of this... Part of her past. She didn't block it out. Well... Right. right. <laughs> well, we get there. There's a whole, see, different characters become so important in starting now in this yeah. in this season. Because before she was just Krista, and it was she was just the chick that kind of wasn't really good at anything. She was just your mirror. Like she almost died in training. Like yeah. So there's also other flashbacks of this episode, and then this is where Erwin uh, comes in. Erwin mm-hmm. keeps having flashbacks in this season, in, in this episode, of him being in a classroom. With his dad. With his dad. His dad is a teacher. Um, And his dad, he didn't tell the classroom, but he always told Erwin that there is... He suspected something was off with the, uh, with the establishment. The, with the whole entire establishment of where they live. And he said that there is an ocean beyond the walls. There's... People beyond that. Yeah, and there's people beyond that. So similar to what... So he almost has a similar drive to what Armin's is. Is like he Armin read in a book that there's life beyond what they know in these walls. Yeah. Yep. And um, later in episode three, he gets uh, General Pixis' support for telling him that Sanus, who I think he's the head of the military police. Yeah, something like that. Um pretty much admitted that the king, the current king, King Reese is a, is a fraud. Yeah. He's not a real king. He's pretty much a placeholder. Yeah. The real king is actually Rod Reese. And the plan of uh, the scout regiments and the military police. Now, when I say scouts, I don't mean like Irwin and I don't mean Levi. They're kind of... Um, they're going against the grain, really, because everyone who's higher up in these two parts of the military are uh, fairly entrenched in the whole thing. Yeah, they're uh, they're caught up in the game. Yeah, it's like you know, um, what's the term? But they're, they're, I mean, there's intermingling between all of them, and people are getting yeah. kickbacks and whatever. Yeah. So he reveals that his father was murdered after telling him that he believed the real reason for the. Uh, for the uh, f- like the fight was uh, within the walls was to protect the land and property of the wealthy, not humanity, to insulate the other scouts and all this other stuff. Pretty much with Irwin's dad saying that there was an ocean and people beyond that, beyond the walls, he was kind of catching on. So they fucking murked his ass. Is yeah, basically what happened. They Epsteined him without Epsteining him. 
because they straight out murdered him. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say, dude, Jeff Epstein hung himself, dude. So, there's like I said, there's a lot in that episode to kind of get involved with, but pretty much what they're wanting to do is they want to put Historia in um, the the place of power, really. They want to make her the queen. Because she's the rightful person to hold that title. Yep. But then you start to wonder, you go back to the episode before, that they want to get uh, Aaron Eaton to get his powers. So all of a sudden you're put, you're, you start putting two and two together like, wait, what? <clears throat> Who the fuck's going to eat Aaron? Is it Historia? Yeah, that's kind of where they lead you to to go. Because that's around that time, that's when we find out about the uh, that basement thing that's like all crystal. Under the uh, the uh, church or whatever that is, yeah. And then there's an episode that ends where we see Aaron for the first time, and like this is his first lines in season three, he's chained up. Mm-hmm. Basically, he wakes up and he's like, "What the fuck is going?" Like he's chained up, his arms are outstretched. Yeah. And then his story is there, like waiting for him to wake up, like and dressed like, oh, in no, white. You're good. You're good. Like calm down. Don't you know? Don't mm-hmm. freak out. He's like wearing just. He's like not wearing a shirt. So episode four is a. Uh, episode four is um, a lot of like. It's a pretty much a setup episode. You pretty right. much see Annie's two friends from the military academy. They agree to help out Levi Squad. Oh yeah, the kid with the fucking bowl cut and the yeah the, the, the girl yeah. Um, they subdue some, some MP, they get some information out of them on like where they're taking, moving things in and out of and whatnot. Um, they get the military police to confess about the, the, on that pastor gets killed. Pastor gets killed. Pastor Nick gets iced. They straight up. I mean, we mentioned Jeff earlier, but Mr. Epstein. Yeah. F's in the chat. F's in the chat for <laughs> Pastor, Pastor Nick. For Pastor Nick. Big F's. Pour one up for the dead and homie. Then she's, and then they're like, oh, he just kind of died. Yeah. And she's like, dude, he doesn't have fingernails. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, you don't know shit. Get out of here. So they get a lot of information out of people. And pretty much this well, they is... started getting information out of people. And it's, keeps, it's funny that this keeps happening. As soon as yeah. somebody catches on to something, more people get die. iced. Yeah. Um, and then this is when Erwin is brought before the king to be executed, and he warns his friend that he must choose a side before yes. Pixis begins. I don't coup. remember that guy's name, but he basically he asked him he asked him how his family is. So yeah. these two obviously have a prior relationship yep. too, and it's like they went to academy, I think, together, something mm-hmm. like that. They were friends at some point. Yep. Erwin is he got the shit kicked out of him at this point, as we remember in the uh, like the raid. And last season, he doesn't have one of his arms. Yeah, Erwin is one of my favorite characters. Besides, he's Levi. a great character. He he's very driven by. Um, he wants to prove he his whole goal is he wants he to wants, prove that his, his dad, dad was, was right. Yeah, that's that's his that's driving. The, that's his drive right there. He wants to prove his dad was right, and that's a huge he's taking that up to all the way up to commander level. Yeah. in the uh, in the scouts. But that, but that's a huge thing you got to remember towards the end of the season, and you'll see it. Yeah. So he basically tells his buddy though that 
look, there's some shit that's going to go down, and you have to make a choice. Either you're with us or you're against us, point blank, period. Like, not like just the scouts, so like humanity, or you're with the regiment or you're with humanity, kind of. And then we get to that scene, and the king is sitting in the chair. He basically is like asleep, which we find out later. He was basically sleeping throughout the whole thing. So, like, he, the king in place right now doesn't do anything. He's just a placeholder. He's just a, yeah. he's just basically a face to put on the organization. So, next episode, episode five, he's at his trial before the king. And pretty much, uh, his there's, uh, there's a lot of arguing back and forth. Yeah. This is where the politics portion of this uh, season start to really take effect. And you can tell at this point, there's a lot of negotiating. There's a lot of talks back really, and forth. But they've basically made their decision though before you even already, got there. Yeah. They were going to kill. They, his they ass. knew what they were going to do. Period. Um, his buddy chooses not to support him. Well, so at first, the garrison girl pops in and says. The Colossal Titan and the Armor Titan just broke through the wall, and, and they're all coming in. Mm-hmm. And they want to bring people into the innermost wall, and the people in charge are like, nope, close all those fucking walls off, and you leave those people out there. Yeah, fuck them people. Yep, pretty much. Like Anakin, fuck them kids. Yeah, well, yeah, they're going to let them all die. Yep. And that's when everyone else is like, well, that's shot. Like, what... Like, what's your job then? Yeah, if we're not your... trying to save as many people as possible, then what, what are we doing here? Yeah. And then... This basically exposes what they are. Yeah. Right when that happens, uh, Chancellor Zackley arrives with his troops, revealing the news of the breach was a ruse, which was... It was all bullshit to expose these people for who they truly are. Yeah. So, boom. The coup starts right there. Yeah, it's a coup d'etat in... Fixus literally says that. He's like, nah, bitch. Like, this is a coup d'etat. Like, yeah. you guys are out. Yep. Uh, with the with their interest and their district. Before we get any further, um, Pixis does have a great scene. He was like, if they were going to save people, I was good with letting them hang Erwin. Like, we're not together. Like, we are not. Yeah. We are our own thing. They are their own thing. I have the interest of as many people the greater good basically mm-hmm. but they chose to go the other way <clears throat> so pixis has basically saved Erwin. so with that with with hit so you just heard that from aaron that pixis cares about the people because of them revealing their true interests pixis says okay well we're now in control of the government practically yeah they arrest all the higher ups they pretty much realize that they believe that this king is a fraud and he, the king was like, oh, oh, oh. Like, I, he, like, I, woke up. He was like, oh, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> Fucker was asleep. Yeah. He's about to kill this man. He's sleeping. Um, and they published it, the news in, a, in the press. Uh, uh, there's, like, a little... But yeah, so that that's a big thing. Like, I, there's no internet, so yeah. stories are, and news is spread by newspapers. So they go to the newspapers, and they're like, hey, you got to tell everybody what is happening. Yep. There's that great scene with um, the other Reese, the younger Reese kid, mm-hmm. um, the chubby kid. The MPs are about to kill his ass because he's asking information about his dad. His dad pretty they much helps. His dad. his dad pretty much helped is the one that got historian Aaron um, captured. It was like his warehouse. Sh- or it was his warehouse where yeah. they're hiding him. 
Um, and then his dad got whacked by the fucking MPs. Mm-hmm. And they're go- and, looking and, for his kid. And his kid witnessed it. So his kid yeah. knows that there's some real shady fucking shit happening. And then his... So pretty much they did... Hanji did this huge Hanji shut-up. gets to him. Where they're about to get him killed, and then all of a sudden... They, they back him into, like, what the MPs assume is empty buildings. But it's not. It's a bunch of poor people. They get him to ex- basically tell the story. He's just like... Uh, I can't remember what his name is. His name is Reese something Reese. I don't remember. He uh, he basically is like, I want to know why you killed my dad. Yeah. And then he tells tells the story, and then there's movies that have done this before. Basically, all the people start coming out, and they're like, well, fuck you guys. Like, yeah. you guys, A, you just assumed that nobody was here, but we're just poor. Yeah. So that was like that was a really big turn in the tide too because they got the uh, populations support. The, yes, the, they're getting the masses to support the scouts because right now the scouts are painted in not a good light. They, they've yep. gone rogue and yep, they're trying to kill them basically because people are starting to ask questions. So outside of the wall, though, while all this is happening, Levi and his crew have taken over a small camp of MPs. Got a bunch of information out of them. Well, and Levi, and this is another, like, Levi is just a savage of a person. He's yeah. breaking this all this guy's bones. Yeah. He's literally got his boot in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to tell us where Aaron and Historia are, like, now. So they pretty much get the information out of this guy and whatnot. Uh, the end of the episode shows that they show the mysterious dust mysterious they talk about the mysterious deaths of the Roderice family because all of a sudden like he had this huge family and then all of a sudden it was him they're all gone um and at the same time that the colossal titan kicked the wall in at their chapel yes that's a key part at their chapel and then the end of the that episode ends with aaron pretty much and the chris that when i what i just mentioned that he's chained up He's chained oh, up in, at, in a crystalline uh, cavern. Um, Han just tells Levi and the, the scouts there are, you know, your Sasha and everybody else. Basically that they're not being looked for anymore. Yeah, because the Kuna Ta is officially... It started in, in yeah. Historia assures Aaron, this is the next episode. Historia assures Aaron that her father has great intentions, even though he created the problems for pretty much everyone, including the... R.I.P. Pastor Nick. <laughs> uh, Rod instructs Historia to touch Aaron. Um, when when Historia touches Aaron, we see it again. We see that it. lightning bolt, like when Aaron punched the Titan that ate his mom. So when Aaron punched Dina Freitz, there's a quick lightning bolt, and there's like a little bit of a flashback. Historia touches him, and all of a sudden, this triggers a subconscious memory. Um, that he was turned into a titan by his father, this Grisha, is... and he ate his father on the night that he received the basement key. Yep. Boom. So this is, this that's, is like that's a, huge. Oh, shit. That's like, okay, so this... Because, like, Aaron's dad is is dead at this point, yeah. and you don't... Like, no one really asked why. Yeah. But now we know that... Aaron got... The night that Aaron was given the key and said... There was a vial. To, he told, injected him. He in, yep. Um, he turned into a titan and ate turned his dad. Turned into a shitty three-meter titan. Yeah. Well, he's a kid. I mean, still, though, that sucks. But, um, and then all of a sudden, you start wondering, the next thought is, well, 
how did Aaron's dad get this power? You know, right? It, that, and that's the other thing we've mentioned this before with the show. It's like you answer one question, and then it leads to a whole other mess of other questions. Like you just said, yeah. So that means Aaron's dad was a Titan too. Mm-hmm. So this also unintentionally triggered uh, Historia's memories too, and that's when she remembers the girl with the black hair from her memories. It was super nice to her. Yeah, super nice to her. Her name is Frida. That's Which her was super sister. Super because, like we said, her mom was kind of a piece of shit to her. A big piece of shit. Like I said, not kind of. Yeah, she just straight up was like, yeah. "Don't fucking touch me." So that was her sister Frida Reese. Who is her half sister? Terrible name. Yeah. Um. Uh, Rod Reese then explains that Frida possessed the founding Titan power. That's what their power. Uh, the Reese family heirloom <laughs> was this power. So mm-hmm. generation by generation, as they got older. Uh, I think this is. I don't know if this is the episode where they talk about the Titan curse, where they can only live a certain amount of time after they become a shifter. It's right around this time, and it's so pretty, which raises a question of again, holy shit! That means Aaron's only got so long. It's already been several years at this point. Yeah. So that means Aaron's only got like Aaron's got like not that much time left. Yeah. So yeah, Aaron becomes. Yeah, that was like a big oh shit moment for me. So they found out that she had the power uh, that's passed from generation to generation, pretty much. And that... It's a big deal. It's important. Uh, Grisha, who was also a Titan shifter, ate, ate her. He showed up when the power was supposed to be transferred and pretty much ate her. Mm-hmm. Or no, no, no. He didn't. He so, it wasn't. Know. It wasn't a transfer. She was already the Titan. He showed up to kill the Reese family. He showed up to kill the Reese family. She transformed. He beat the shit out of her. Ate her. Gained the founding Titan powers on top of his attack Titan. So technically, at this point right now, Aaron has two Titan. The power oh, of yeah, technically yeah. two Titans inside of him. Um. He, that, he, like Grisha just slaughtered. Her. That's that explains where the whole entire Rodri's family went because Grisha just slaughtered everyone. Yeah, right after she turned, she yeah, he just, just he just killed everyone except for Rod. Rod escaped, and, and uh, Historia was already long gone, pretty much at this point. She was Krista, just not in the picture. Yeah. So uh, also in this episode, we learned that. Uh, Pixis reveals to Erwin that the Reese family possesses the power to alter people's memories. And uh, Erwin leads the force to rescue Aaron. Kenny's also waiting in the caverns because he knows that Levi will be coming. Basically, they paid him to be his muscle and be you know protect them. So it's that whole squad of people with the guns and all that. The ODM gear with the guns and all that. So that was a lot to take in with that episode. Uh, pretty much... Uh, with them remembering that the slaughter took place at the chapel, they go to the chapel to check it out, and they find a hidden trap door that leads to... Well, yeah, they show up, and they're like, well, there's nothing really here, but then they explore it more because yep. it's pretty much trashed, and then they open the door. Yep, to the caverns. So they they next episode, they make a small plan. They storm into the cavern. They engage Kenny um, and his team, pretty much killing all of them except for Kenny. 
Yeah, they they come in with a much better plan. They basically had just outsmarted them all, yep. and then and then well, at the same, well, at the same time, the whole uh, Aaron's dealing with that whole situation, yeah. which is uh, pretty much Rod Reese, Historia's father, explains that uh, that cavern and the city walls with all the Titans in it were built uh, a century ago by their ancestor. The original King Reese, mm-hmm. uh, who used the fountain, fo- founding Titans' powers to erase the memories of all the citizens except a few immune bloodlines. That's a key, major key right there. Major key alert. There is a few immune bloodlines to the Reese family's powers. Yep. Do they straight up say it right here or no? I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh... Real quick before we mention that, um, this is where you start. You will start. Well, I started putting two and two together. Historia touched Aaron. That started um, all these memories and all these flashbacks. Then that's also when Aaron punched that Titan. He started being able to hit, use a power that he's never been able to use before, and that's I didn't when even I know about. Yeah. and then that's when I put two and two together personally, and I realized, okay, so this woman must be of that bloodline as well mm-hmm. which you're going to find out shortly yep um frida inherited the founding titan and the memories of the world before the walls so every single person who gets this power from the family like as soon as they get it they turn depressed instantly because they because well, yeah, it's fucked they inherit it's every shot. single memory ever that they've ever erased so they know what's going on who, like what happened, what led them there, and then they can't do anything about it. Right. That's... Um, Rod explained that freedom... But, med- they, but they erase these people's memories to make them easier to control. That's yep. basically what happened. And there's also a huge piece of information w- that comes with this. And uh, Roderick explains that freedom metaphysically lives on within the founding Titan. And... Uh, Historia realized that she must become the Titan and eat by eating Aaron to gain the founding Titan to see her sister again. So he kind of to manipulates her in a sense, saying, "You'll meet your sister again, but you have to eat this kid." Uh, Kenny, Kenny, kind of backpedaled from the battle to and got to this point, and he's yeah, listening he to this whole conversation. Aaron and Rod and Historia yeah. are, and he's listening to this happen right now. And he's like, oh. even his face is like, this is fucked up. Um, yeah, this is like a holy shit. This is what's happening, kind of thing. Yeah, Kenny's in it for a paycheck at this point, and then he's seeing all his people get killed by the scouts. Uh, he th- this pisses him off. So he kind of yeah. hurts Aaron. So then his story would have to fight Aaron to get the power. Uh, pretty much, he wanted uh, Aaron to turn yeah, he into wanted, a Titan. Yeah, he wanted him to go, but he doesn't do it. He refuses. Like he has this like will, and he won't transform. He slices his forehead. It's actually a pretty dope scene. Like blood's trickling down Aaron's face. Yep. Um, it's a little Jesusy for me, but like I, like, I get it. Yeah. But his story is about to inject herself. Uh, with a Titan serum, which is the spinal cord fluid from Titan shifters. You're going to want to remember that. Remember that. Um, So when you take the spinal cord fluid and you inject it into someone who 
is a certain bloodline, which again you'll find out more so, of that soon. Time out. This fluid, yeah, can be ingested in any way. It's just easier to in, like with a syringe. Yeah, it's but it's also any safer. way you ingest it, it works. It works. I think you need more though. It, at whatever, we'll get to that when we get to that. Yep. Um. So yeah, she's about to inject herself. Aaron's too too guilt ridden. He's super sad. He's like, just do it. Just eat me. Like, oh, my yeah, dad's he gets, like, super, yeah. He gets super emotional. He's, He's like, super... my daddy, my dad killed your whole family. He took these powers. Just please end me and take your powers back. Yeah, he get, yeah he gets super in his feels about everything. Um, and then she said she remembers a conversation with Amir that she wants to live her own life for Emir. So she says, "Fuck this! I'm not doing it." Um, which is when Rod freaks out. Yeah, Rod freaks out, and then she throws the syringe on the ground. She slams her dad into the ground, uh, paralyzing him, I believe. So, uh, yeah, and then she grabs the keys to free Aaron. Remember what Aaron said. Host Aaron, not Aaron Yeager. Aaron, the host of, and they made me do it. You, any way you ingest this serum, you become a titan. So Rod Reese is on the ground with his broken back, right where <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> his back is broken. He's laying down, face down on the ground, right where that broken vial is. He licks up a little bit of the serum, and boom, lightning. There really is a lot of flavor. <laughs> Lightning and Rodri starts turning into a Titan. He, by far, is the worst Titan ever, dude. Oh, yeah. This Titan sucks. But it's also the biggest Titan. Oh, well, yeah. Well, that's kind of part of the reason why he sucks, because, yeah. like, he, like, is too big. So... He turns into this Titan that's bigger than the cloth. It's huge. It's fucking massive. It's like, like it can't walk, dude. It can't walk. It pulls itself on the ground, grinding its like whole entire body into the dirt. Like it literally, is, if you take like a a, a sander to a human being, <laughs> that's what this well, yeah, thing looks like. Basically, he's he's dragging his whole front half of him face down on the dirt because like, he literally cannot pick himself up. He's so massive. Yeah. So. As this is happening, the cavern's breaking. Um, yeah, the scouts have to dip out. Kenny gets fucked up. Kenny gets fucked up. His squad gets killed. Aaron drinks a serum that allows his titan form to harden. Yep, he drinks the hardening serum. So although he could harden his knuckles before, he can harden his whole entire body now. Now he's got the whole, yep. <clears throat> so he pretty much, he could turn himself, his his titan body, into a clone and spread out these massive, like, Roots of like rock, pretty much, and basically how they're gonna clog the hole. They're gonna have him harden himself, like harden himself enough for him to dip out of his titan form, but close off the hole to the wall. But he also does this in the cavern to prevent everyone from getting killed. Yeah, that's how you first see it. It's super cool. So then they all they all like uh, escape, and Roderick's titan, which is again massive absolutely fucking massive is crawling towards the middle of the city yep. and they're like we need to stop that and he's by killing him heat, but he's like producing so much heat that they can't get near him he's out in the open so like ODM gear doesn't really help you out because it's like a Spider-Man thing being out of New York there's no where to you for, to like shoot your your gear out to propel yourself up yeah so 
his uh, giant titan is approaching the city, and that's when Erwin makes a he does. He, there's this one scene though where he picks up his face and like half of his face is gone, and yeah. it's super gross. Yeah, it is like disgusting. I agree, but this is where a big time big dick energy move from Irwin happens. Yeah. And he decides not to evacuate the city. He wants the people to see this. Right. Episode nine. Um, How many episodes are in this season? I don't remember off the top of my head. 26. And we're already at 55 minutes. Well, that's... That was a... We just went through a whole episode real quick right there. Yeah. Uh, Irwin justifies his decision to not evacuate because he wants... Uh, Titans are attracted to the density of human population so they could use this to their advantage by luring Rod's Titan into a trap. However, realistically, his goal with this is he wanted the population to trust in the scout regimen. Really. Basically the military. The, that the coup d'etat wasn't a... Uh, it's not a mistake. Yeah. That they made the right choice in doing this. Um, a lot of the stuff that they have there, like their cannon, cannons have no fucking uh, effect on this giant make titan. That. This thing is crawling up the walls. It's like taller than the walls, really. It's like probably, if I had to guess, it's probably two or three times as tall as the Colossal Titan. Something like that. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, so pretty much they load these carts with gunpowder and a bunch of shit. They destroy his arms so he falls kind of flat yep. onto the the wall. And then Aaron turns into a titan, takes a giant bundle of gunpowder, throws it into its mouth, they blow it up, that throws up like down his throat, like what's left of his mouth. Yeah, so it's pretty much like down his throat. So it's pretty much at his nape. So remember, in order to kill a titan, you have to cut yeah, his nape. It's like, and, yep, that's they're going like Usually you cut it out from the back. They're going front, yeah. front, back, shoving it in there, trying to get Rod out of there. So they blow this fucking Titan's, like, nape and head and all these parts up. Like, it's raining, like, goo and fucking blood and organs and all, all over the people, all over this town. But the job's not done because they have to actually kill the consciousness, essentially, of Rod Reese. So they're like flying around. All the all these scouts are flying around. They're cutting every little piece of organ that's flying down. Historia has like this like sixth sense moment. They kind of also um, encapsulates who she's going to be going forward as her as the queen because they make her the yeah, queen. She has like a she has like a character like a like a light switch. Yeah, some flips in Historia. So she sees this piece of uh, organ flying down. And she slices it, and that kills Rodderies. Boom. That Titan is done. And when she stands up, everyone's cheering, and they're throwing mm-hmm. her up in the air. Uh, and she also formally introduces herself as the true ruler of the walls. Um, and then the end of the episode ends with Levi... Uh, he finds Kenny. He finds Kenny, and Kenny reveals that he's his uncle and tells him all about his life and his mom. And yeah, he was like, Ken, I mean, obviously he's his uncle, so obviously he. So they show. Have we seen Levi's mom at this point? No, you're about to see her. Right, like this next episode is the next episode. Uh, you see his mom. So episode ten, um, he rec- Kenny recalls his past. His early years. Oh yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah. 
um, how he was caught by Yuri Reese, who was Rod Reese's brother, who had the Titan powers before Frida, how he captured him, and how Kenny kept trying to kill him, but, like, pretty much Yuri was, like, just accepting him who he was, as a, practically as a monster, mm-hmm. and it kind of changed Kenny a little bit. It made him have a little change of heart. Um, well, that what goes back to the whole name thing, that the Ackerman name is important to this the whole so pretty much from this episode you learn that ackermans cannot be uh their memories can't be erased by the reese family also you learn that kenny raised levi Mm -hmm. because uh levi's mom was a prostitute and she died went sick she got sick died levi was famished she was like severely underweight Kenny pretty much taught him the ways of being being a fucking savage. This is why Levi is the way he is. Yeah. Kenny trained him, beat the shit out of him. Yep. Very much so tough love. Like, really wasn't love at all. Like, he took him in just out of... Because he... Although, I mean, you do get a little bit that he does care for his sister. Yeah. And it's like, Levi's kind of it for his family. So he he takes care of him. Up to a point where he's like, you can't learn anything else from me. Yeah. And he dips out. Um, and then he hands Levi. Levi like 10, 10, like 10 years old or something when that happened. Yeah. Levi hands, uh, or Kenny hands Levi the package of the There's Titan one serum. Yeah. One, a single vial tells them if you use this on a person, they'll turn it into a Titan. If, they, if they're mortally wounded... If they're on their on death's bed, you shoot this shit into someone, they're going to turn into a titan, and make sure you have a titan shifter right there so they can eat them and come back as the human mm-hmm. with the power. Um, and then that's when they also reveal that the Ackerman family is kind of immune from the Reese family. Uh, Historia is also crowned the queen in this episode. Um, she thanks Levi and the Scots for their effort in killing Rod Reese and defeating the titan. And then the up, end of the episode is a... Oh, she, like, puts medals on them. Yeah. Star Wars-esque end of episode four. Um, I forget who's standing up front, but I know it's Aaron. Basically, the whole point of this, she's putting medals on them. She touches, like, she grabs Aaron's hand, and we have another lightning bolt moment. Yeah. And what do we... What is this one? Is that just how the episode ends, and then we watch it again, or... No, that um, the end of the episode is when. Uh, it's a doozy. I know that. No, the end of the episode is the Beast Titan kicking the shit out of Bertolt and Reiner. Oh, right. Okay. And he says that uh, they have to uh, locate the coordinate. Right. Yep. That's a big name right there. The coordinate. And they have to find and rescue Annie. So, episode 11. Two months. Yeah, that's how the episode ends. And then Aaron's like, what the fuck? Whoa. Yeah. (laughs) So, two months later, they they purged pretty much everyone that was a piece of shit out of the military that was hiding everything. They've been working. The old guard. The old guard, yeah. There you go. Old guard. Aaron Aaron pretty much perfects his Titans hardening where he could uh um so like, like their plan to close the hole basically yeah. works. He's basically been training that facet of his Titan powers. Yep. 
Uh, they develop a new weapon called the Executioner from Hell that allows defenders to easily kill the Titans without like loss of human life. Pretty much, it's it, I think it's that thing that falls off the side. It's like a guillotine. Yeah, and it and it slices them. Yep, it's like it's uh, it's like weight triggered or something like that. Something triggers it, like you said. It's basically a guillotine. Zzz, cuts them yep. off at the nape. So pretty much, uh, and then. Aaron remembers that uh, Keith Shaddis, who was the the head trainer of the academy, yep. was the person who they kept seeing, and is the person he kept seeing in those like uh, flashbacks whenever he touched, whether it was the um, the smiling Titan or Historia. So they go and see Keith Shaddis. Uh, that he. And he tells him everything that he knows. So he met Aaron's dad, Grisha, like 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Claimed that he had amnesia, didn't know how he got outside. Brought him back. Grisha learned about the life within the walls. Uh, offered to work as a doctor. Married Carla. Which is important because I think Shadis had a crush on Carla as well. Yes, there was a prior relationship. And I think we talked about this super, super, super tiny. And well, we talked about season one. Because he always seemed to have a hard on for Aaron, yes. While they were in academy, yeah. And then he also always kind of protected Aaron. Like it was like a weird like he was super hard on Aaron, but at the same time he was like, it's like he looked at him as his own kid, really. Kind of, yeah, a little bit. Um, during the fall of Shiganshina, so when all that bad shit happened with the fucking colossal titan, like episode one, after learning about his wife's death. Grisha took Aaron into the woods where Keith later found him alone wearing the key around his neck. Keith resigned as the commander of the Survey Corps out of guilt of losing his men because Grisha praised him of being nothing special and he or of him being special and he believed it. After hearing this story, Aaron claimed that he was merely the son of a special man and the scouts make preparations to take Wal Maria. That's a lot Fuck. to take it. That's a lot to take yeah, in right like there, a, but it kind of like rewrites a, the whole that's thing. Like a hands on my head, like, oh my god. Yeah. So pretty much Keith Shaddis found Aaron after Aaron ate his dad, and that Aaron's memory of what really happened wasn't really the true memory, really. It was like it was distorted. It was distorted. It was distorted. Yeah. Um, Yeah. This is like big. Like, holy fuck! And like at the end of this episode, this is when they show. I mentioned this before prematurely, but like he fucked with Aaron's um, ODM gear. In Academy, like he's the reason he broke Aaron's belt, and that's why yeah. he couldn't stabilize himself during yeah. training. But then Aaron like made it work, even though it was broken. And then when they get him, they fix his belt, and then he's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. So he he was like trying to give him outs almost to not join that life, to so he can be kind of like normal. But yeah, so. It's almost like a, a self-fulfilling prophecy that Aaron's kind of going on. Yeah. So, next episode, it's the mid-season finale. Pretty much, they're trying to analyze this Titan serum, and they can't. So, Levi pretty much gives it to Levi, <clears throat> and he entrusts him that in the event it must be used to like save someone, that he, he will do it. Uh, 
they confirm that like everything's in plan to take Wal Maria, and then they use uh, he reveals a secret plan to use the scouts to search the uh, Aaron's basement, pretty much. This is, what, this is kind of what this whole season's leading to. Yeah. So there's there, information. There's something in the basement. We don't know what it is. We've seen this basement since episode one. And then the the retake Wall Maria part is the part where they go. They fill the hole of with Aaron's Titan powers, nice. and then kill, and then they kill all the other Titans inside. Um. Levi tries to convince Erwin to stay behind and let Hange command the scouts, but Erwin insists on being there, and he keeps having these flashbacks of his dad saying, there's a sea and there's people beyond the wall. So Erwin yeah, is pretty yeah. much... Er, yeah, he's super he, like, I'm going. I need I to don't see. Care. I don't care. Yeah. Yes, I need to see what this is. Like, he has to prove his dad's come words too are far. I've come too far yeah. now to not go. Fuck that. I'm going. Um... Yeah, so there's 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 like a a last meal type gimmick in this episode where they all have a last meal yeah. with meat together, kind of showing the bond between everyone. Like this is definitely like shit's about to go down. Like then, this is like a a deep breath before we kind of go into yeah. the next part. And then the end of the episode ends with Bertolt and Reiner on the walls looking over at the scout. Like in the distance, you see the scouts. And then there's a mid credit scene. Oh, I remember. I remember telling you about this because, yeah. and I was like, watching just it wait. subbed, watching these shows subbed, the uh, after a couple times, the opening and the ending is kind of like check my phone or yeah. whatever. Um, you know, see my dog, whatever, mm-hmm. let him out and whatever. It starts like getting staticky. So at first, I was like, "What the fuck?" Aliens. I was like. I thought it was the app. Like I really thought like the Funimation mm-hmm. app was like busted on me and I was like, "Ah, shit." And then you see the images of the Beast Titan start showing up. Yep. And I was like, "Oh god, here we go." And then it plays a short scene for the second half. Super cool. Super on like totally caught Pretty me. much Aaron's beating the shit out or uh Levi's beating the shit out of I know he's not beating the shit out of him. He's like screaming at him, right? Something he's like screaming that, yeah. at him, like do you know what you've done? Like none of the, like all this bullshit. Yep. And then Mikasa, I think they sh- briefly show Mikasa taking down Levi. I think. Yeah, for hitting Aaron. Yes. So it's mid-season. We're at an hour and ten I minutes. I could not imagine watching this episodically and having to wait after this. So we're at mid-season. We're at an hour and ten minutes right now. Should we keep going? I'm I'm good, dude. You sure? I don't got nowhere to be. I don't either, but this is going to be a long episode because this is about to get into fucking depth. You should have bought that six-pack, homie. Should have bought that six-pack. All right. Dad, bathroom. <laughs> episode 13. They're they're on their way. Uh, it's like a new moon. They're planning to take the uh, district in order to get to Aaron's basement. They see a sleeping Titan, but manage to pass by without wake, waking it up. That's another thing. These Titans, oh, at they night. sleep yeah, at night, is, and yeah. they could travel safely at night because, for some reason, they pass out at night. Like, like normal out. humans, yeah. they pass out. Um, like That was just a weird... Oh, okay. I didn't... I, I, we didn't need that, but it makes sense for the story. Yeah. So they pretty much get to Shiganshina. They Aaron turns into a Titan, hardens, 
I'm like completely seals the hole. And they think, wow, that's well, in my head, I'm like, well, this is too, easy. too easy. And so yeah. what, and what it's going through Armin's head. Armin's like looking around, finds a recently abandoned campsite. And this is where you see a, a, a huge um, turn in the whole entire dynamic of this group because Levi, or no, Erwin gives Armin the right to command over everyone. Like, Armin is pretty much a commander of the survey corps yep. right now. So he, he tells them what they do, and what they're doing is they're scouring the walls at this point. So yeah, it's like a teapot. There's clearly a fire, and they had tea. Yeah. So they're, like, in their ODM gear, and they're rappelling down the sides of all the walls, tapping for uh, seeing if there's, if there's a hollow spot. point. They find a hollow point. This poor fucker, dude. This dude takes a fucking sword to the gut from Reiner. Him and Baratolt jump out. Uh, or no, he jumps out. Bertolt doesn't because Bertolt is with the uh, Beast Titan. Yeah. So pretty so much. Reiner, I, yeah. So Reiner, it's like a piece of plywood basically is covering the spot. He taps it. As soon as Reiner's like, "All oh, right, it's kind of time's up for me." Pushes the thing out and stabs the guy. He dips basically. He, he dips, transforms, and then all of a sudden they're watching this happen, and all of a sudden there's a giant lightning bolt behind him. They turn around. They see the Beast Titan standing there. He's got a line of Titans all around him. Super, like, oh shit! Yeah. So not like, only is it just were, a single, like it it's a waiting. single lightning bolt, and then it's like dozens of lightning bolts. So then there's the Beast Titan. He takes a boulder, throws the boulder because that's his thing. He throws shit. This is his. Yep. This is now how we see. And what is, like he's special movers. He seals the entrance with a thrown boulder, trapping the horses within Shiganshina and preventing the corpse from using them. That's now they it. have no mobility. They have no mobility. That's the end of that. Yeah, he basically shot, puts it into the hole. Same. It's like a perfect... Rip. Rip. <laughs> All right, next episode. Reiner's... These, are, these are some doozies. So there, episodes as of right now, it's, it's not that deep. It's pretty much base this level. This is all action. This is, this good. is all action right now. Yep. Um, but it gets deeper towards the end. So Reiner, it, when he's transformed, starts climbing up the wall towards the Survey Corps. When the Beast Titan gives a signal, the two or three meter Titan would then wall Maria rush towards the wall, targeting the horses to cut off the escape route. Um, three squads are sent to protect them, while Levi and Hanji squads prepare to tackle the armor Titan using Thunder Spears. Thunder Spears are pretty much these like rockets. Oh, this is this is like a nice reveal too. So the Thunder Spears are these rockets that attach to ODM. They kind of use the technology from Leva or uh, Kenny's squad that yep. uses the guns, but now instead like of a is, gun, this it's this a, the other thing I like about this show is that like they're all their stuff progresses. Yeah, they learn from. Oh, they had that stuff. We can use this in this way. Yep. So yeah, basically, it's a rocket. You shoot it off, and then you pull it off. You un undo the pin, almost like a grenade kind yeah, of thing, and it blows up. Yep. So they use those. Um, Erwin initially keeps Levi and Armin back to target the Beast Titan. <clears throat> the Armor Titan reaches the top of the wall and has a fucking dope stare down with Erwin because Erwin Erwin yes. laid the trap and the be- and uh, Reiner as the Armor Titan fell right into Erwin's trap. Erwin's mm-hmm. standing there with one arm staring yeah, at this fucking Armor Titan, and he and Reiner doesn't know what to do and he falls right into. Uh, Irwin's trap. So 
Yeah, that was pretty that much. Was he reaches shooting. the top of the wall, and Aaron transforms into, into his Titan form and starts running away. Uh, Reiner's main goal is to capture him, so he chases after Aaron. Yeah, he has a he has a. I have a choice here: Do I chase after Aaron or do I go out and kill the horses? Yeah, he's like, uh, shit, 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 shit. Yep, I'm gonna go after Aaron. So they so they start duking it out. Uh, this is when Aaron's training of hardening pays off because he hardens his hands and weakens the armor titan. That's he when him. he like breaks his jaw. Yeah, which is super cool. Uh, that's when Hanji and the squad hit him with the thunder spears, aiming for the neck and the nape. It weakens the titan, and they follow up with the barrage in order to try and destroy it. And the thing that you learned this episode is that you could transfer your consciousness to other parts of your body. So although it's highly damaged in the nape, he's not hurt because he transferred his consciousness yeah, last second. And to they him. kind of we've briefly seen like Annie do something similar to this, but like not but now really. It, but now it's just kind of like oh, okay, they could just fucking take all their consciousness and move it to their like Achilles tendon if they wanted it to. Next episode, uh, Bertolt's hiding in a barrel. He thinks back to the battle where him, Reiner, and Annie were forced to leave a defenseless Marco to be eaten after the Titans. I remember we brought up Marco before, and then this is where you talk about Marco. Marco is John's best friend, and you hear Marco, or Marco hears overhears them talking about everything and finds out their entire plan, and he's like, I won't tell anyone, I won't tell anyone, so they like strip him of They're his like, gear and let yeah, him get eaten. No, you won't. And then that's, and if you think about it, John questions like this is marco's gear why is it over here yeah. like it was out of place again like nothing the show shows you like so i forget who finds him and looks at him he's marco originally but it it's, it's stuff's out of place yeah and now we know why yeah so um Bertolt has a, a brief flashback to a meeting with reiner and war chief zeke this is a major plot point. You get a name for him and his face. Uh, in Shiganshi, now before the Survey Corps arrive, uh, Reiner criticizes Bertolt's lack of commitment. Uh, and then it goes back. The armor titan lets out a roar, signaling the beast titan to throw a barrel containing Bertolt into Shiganshi. Seeing Reiner down, hoping his friend can hear him, Bertolt does not immediately transform and instead confronts the scouts. So pretty much he was supposed to transform in the air and blow everyone away. He screams last second before going down. Um, He tries to talk to them first, and he's not having it. Armin tries to be Armin and negotiate. That doesn't work. Bertolt uses his ODM, kind of gets away, transforms. And, like, the thing with the Colossal Titan 2 is it can emit a shit ton of heat. And it's, it's like, pretty much, uh, honestly, like a nuke. Just blows out hot air, yeah. like super scalding hot air in all directions. So he transforms in it and boom. Which we've seen before. Like they, they've And honestly, when he transforms and does that, it creates a mushroom cloud. Mm-hmm. You'll, we see that later too um, in a different se- in the next season. We'll talk about that in a different time. Armin hesita- hesitates to attack or retreat as the Colossal Titan begins to advance towards the ball. Oh, and Hanji in this point is not in a good spot. Like, like she kind of got blown away. It kind of looks like she might be dead. Yeah, it's, not, it's her and somebody else, but mostly her. Uh, 
next episode, the Colossal Titan pretty much turns the whole entire city into like a sea of flames. Like everything's on fire practically. Yeah, pretty much. That's... Armin doesn't know what to do. He hands command over to Jean as they head to the river to stay hidden. So yep. the Beast Titan at the same time is throwing oh, throwing tons yep. of stones towards the scouts. He's like doing um like that super low sidearm pitch baseball pitch but with like tons like of boulders the, yeah so he's taking these giant boulders and breaking them up into little tiny pieces so it's like a frag grenade essentially and he's fragging these guys yeah pretty much and, and it's and they're getting wiped out like yeah you so got you got pieces of houses. like boulders and yeah. houses like it's it's just blowing everything up it's killing people slowly picking them off wiping out any cover that they, they might no have because the horses thing that we mentioned earlier yep. they're kind of stuck and there's nowhere to go so Levi has the remainder of a group with Erwin at the wall, like the base of the wall, like what's left. Aaron turns into Titan. He tries to grab its foot, only to be like fucking kicked like a motherfucker. Yep. Like he boots him like a fucking soccer ball. He goes flying and is knocked unconscious. Really. John orders Armin's team to attack with thunder spears, but the colossal Titan just deflects he, him with a burst of steam. The steam and it, yeah. it's too much pressure. It diverts those. The remaining scouts. Although Armin does notice, he's like, hey, whenever he le- releases all that steam, his muscle mass gets waste. He gets smaller. He gets smaller. Smaller, smaller and smaller. Yep. So um, this is one of my favorite uh, scenes in the entire series right now. Uh, this is when Erwin has that speech to yeah, everyone. There's a couple things that happen in these next few um, scenes here that are super important for the whole show. But Erwin pretty much tells his whole this whole entire squad, he's riding with them, but it's a suicide squad. We're all gonna die. We're all gonna die. So would you rather die trying to help out to to save humanity, or would you rather die a coward running away? And it's like the whole speech is fucking insane. It gives me goosebumps. He's like yelling. He's like screaming, and it, it is like super rowdy. Because there's, there's there's this even one a Japanese dude. Yeah. So like I don't understand what he's saying, but I'm reading what he's saying. Yeah. And even so, it is just, the emotion. Yep. So he convinces them it's better to do, die fighting than be killed hiding. They, they, uh, they keep showing a bull cut kid. Yeah. This bull, I hate that kid. I'm glad he fucking took a rock. Fuck him. But he actually didn't die because he's the one that care. Oh, we'll get there. Well, uh, 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 uh. I just pre-came. I mean, uh, <laughs> nickel for every time that's happened. I'd be a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much uh, the next episode starts off with Erwin being mortally wounded leading the charge. Zeke is uh Zeke he, gets, the, he takes a shot in the gut and he falls yeah. off his horse like right away. First like, thing. The, like they start this charge and Erwin just gets first one his guts boom ripped out. So they're doing this and they're also shooting uh smoke flares at him at the same Trying time to distract, to distract the beast titan at least a little bit. So uh, again reminder, you have the beast titan in the middle and you have a bunch of titans just sitting there waiting for the orders from Zeke to take off doing nothing. They don't do anything. They, don't they stand move at there. All. This is how Levi he has a Erwin has a side conversation with Levi saying, "You're going to go kill the beast titan." And then, and then he's like, "How the hell am I going to get over there?" There's he's like, nothing. He's like, "Bro, you have a whole entire li- direct line of fire. Yep. So he's going oh, by. Dude. He's he's going through every single one of these titans, just killing them all, and he's going titan to titan. So this beast titan has these the smoke all around him. Yep. Laughs. So he so he laughs at this. He thinks that this is total bullshit. This is last ditch effort. Like yeah. you guys got nothing. Yep. 
but he doesn't but it works because the wind carries the smoke and he can't see Levi coming from his right until it, he like happens to look over and he sees all the Titans are dead. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, what the fuck?" And then you see Levi come out out of nowhere of the, the smoke. smoke. He does that. He grabs he goes he, to grab and, and then Levi he does that spin yep. his classic cuts all the way up his arm. Yep. Dude, this scene. And then there's a flashback to <laughs> There's a flashback to Reiner and Baratel warning him about, about Levi. Levi. He's like, yo, you yeah. gotta look out for Levi. He's your number one person. So this is like a, a legit, like you're talking one guy versus this beast titan, and Levi fucks him up in less than 30 seconds pretty much. Is, this is, I'm, like, I like jumped out of my seat like, holy fucking shit, go. let's fucking go, yeah. Um, so... He decimates this fucking beast uh, he titan. Destroys cuts him. Cuts him dude. out. He comes out. Levi, I think he cuts his lip, like technically like a Heath Ledger's Joker, like cuts it from Something the inside like of his that, mouth. Yeah. He's asking him, he's about to kill him. As he's about to kill him, a abnormal titan, who is a titan shifter, because you automatically know it at this point. It's it's a totally different I titan. I hate this titan, dude. I hate it. It creeps me out every time I see this fucker or they talk. So imagine a, a titan on all fours. It runs at him. It grabs. It's got a long fucking face, and it's gross. Yeah. I hate it. It's like a alligator. It like is super off putting. I hate. I hate it so much. So it grabs Zeke before Levi could kill it, and he's Zeke's yelling at the other titans, "Get him! Kill him!" So all of a sudden, he's got, he's fighting against ten abnormal titans. He kills them all. I mean, yeah. it's fucking Levi. Nothing. It's yeah. nothing to they him. Got nothing for Levi. So he kills them. Meanwhile, on the inside, uh, they're still trying to figure out what to do. Armin realizes this is when he's immobile, when he's using the steam, and that his yeah. muscle mass is decreasing. Uh, and he's skinny at this point. Reiner, Reiner got so fucked. So Reiner healed a little bit at this point. He starts to stand up to get fight again. He lost his memories, though, because of the last attack. Because his, his head literally got blown off, but when he transferred his consciousness, he survived. Um... Hanji survives. You see that she survives. And they use their remaining two Thunder Spears to shatter the jaw hinges so uh, Mikasa could use... She had one, too, to blow Reiner literally out of the Titan's body. This is super cool, too. He's like... He comes out of the Titan, like, bald, missing all his limbs. Not in good shape. Not in good shape. And then that's when they start to realize, like, holy shit, we might have to use this motherfucker to turn someone into a Titan and then eat them to get their powers. Aaron's Titan form has like concussion like symptoms. He's all fucking confused. He's lost. Oh, in it's the like sauce. he got it's like a um, like a flashbang kind of like he's got no idea. He's kind of out of it. Yep. Um, so Armin trying to Armin tells I for, I forget how it works, but Armin tells uh, Aaron the plan as Aaron's unconscious. Uh, so Armin hooks himself into his jaw and his or his I think it's his tooth actually. Something like that, yeah. So the muscles going away, but the tooth and the bones don't yeah, go away. Can't go away. So Armin challenges the Colossal Titan. The Colossal Titan's blowing all this hot steam, more and more hot well, he's steam. He's going to kill Aaron. So his yeah. focus at this point was focused on getting Aaron. Aaron happens to be sitting in that in that spot with the yeah. boulder. So Excuse me. So Aaron, or Bertolt's focused on Aaron. All of a sudden, Armin's attached to him, and Bertolt can't do anything because 
if he lets Ironman come closer, he'll get cut out. So he yeah. starts blowing all this scalding hot steam more oh, and more, so harder sad. and harder. This scene broke my heart a little bit. Um, so Ironman pretty much gets burned alive, dead. He's, he's he literally gets he. Well, he was gonna jump, but then he's like, you know yeah. what? I'm just gonna stay. He's just gonna keep going. He's gonna keep going. He's like, I want Aaron. Aaron. He's like, this will all be worth it. Hopefully, Aaron goes and sees the sea beyond the wall. So and I was like, ugh. So it's a, it's a very emotional scene, like Aaron just said. Uh, Armin's pretty much being fried to a crisp to buy Aaron black. some Dude, time. Like his skin like turns black. Like yeah. He's like. So at the end of this, he unclips. He falls down. He's a crisp. He looks like a fucking overcooked you just, potato you just chip. Assume he's, he's dead. Yeah, you assume he's dead. But this was all the buy time for Aaron to harden because he Aaron could because Bear told couldn't tell that it was a hardened form. He realizes this last minute. Aaron comes flying up and actually cuts Bertolt it's, out. It's, it's quiet. I liked how the the cinematography on this scene is super cool because it's dead quiet. There's no sound at all. Yeah. Cuts out Bertolt and like he rips him out of there. All pissed off. Yep. He also doesn't have his limbs either. So they get to the bottom. Aaron is dragging a limbless Bertolt towards a severely burnt Armin, whom Aaron recalls has been braver than he appears. Like our. Uh, Aaron is just sad at this point. He's well, sad. He's mad. Friend. His, his best, best friend, friend is yeah. just basically is dead in front of him. Um, Aaron's sitting there with just his burnt body and unconscious Baratolt, and he's just thinking. And all of a sudden, the car titan carrying Zeke, who uh, says like, "You were lied to by our oh, dad." Yeah, we, we so, didn't say that before, but yes, the titan, the gross titan, is is going to be effectively known as the cart titan. Yeah. So you, this is when you find out that. Uh, we know all. I you. I don't know if you. Did, I knew all along that this was his brother, but Zeke, the ape titan, is Aaron's half brother, mm-hmm. who pretty much says you've been lied to the whole entire time. Uh, Reiner hands a uh, Ryan hands a letter from Ymir to Hans to because Hans was about to literally kill him. Oh yeah, she was like, yeah, we don't have a choice really here. We got to kill this. We got to kill Reiner. Um, Which is like out of character for her because she always wants to keep these guys alive and like kind of test them and all that. But she was like, this, yeah. is, "This is too dangerous to be left alive." I just want to backtrack real quick. Um, so he's pretty much saying uh, Zeke is saying to Aaron, "You've been lied to the whole time," uh, and then all of a sudden Levi appears on the top of the wall in mm-hmm. pursuit of him, and they are like, "Oh shit, we gotta get the fuck out of here!" And so they take off, and he screams, "I'll I'll come back and save you! I'll save you!" And yeah, and is, Levi comes down. He's like, "Quit running away, you fucking yeah." Basically, like, come back here. Yeah, could get back here, you coward. And then the car titan picks up and saves Reiner from Hanji, and then they take off. Mm-hmm. So then you go back. Uh, you got Mikasa, Aaron, and that dude. What the fuck's his name? The fucking bowl cut son of a gun. That's that's fine. He just bowl cut kid. Bowl cut kid shows up He's with about to die anyway, with Erwin, uh, who is still barely alive. Yeah, but he still finds mortally him. wounded. And then he throws him next to Armin. He throws him and next then to Armin. Armin takes a breath. So you have both these two that are about dead. Well, well, well. Levi's about to inject Erwin, and then all of a sudden there was a cough from Armin. Yeah. So then. Mikasa and Aaron are like, you have to save oh, yeah, Armin. Yeah. You have to save Armin. Mm-hmm. And they're fighting back and forth. There's like this emotional scene. The bowl cut dude calls him a devil and you need a devil to kill the Titans. Right. Shit like that. Um, 
they're like, no, we have to save Armin. And they finally, <clears throat> Hanji grabs Mikasa. Someone else gets Aaron. I think Aaron might be actually like knocked out from Levi beating his ass or some shit. Um, or he's just getting held back by Jean. I think maybe. Yeah, this is this is when we come back to this the post credit scene that we just talked about yeah. from a few episodes ago. So pretty much, in, in Levi's mind, he's basically he's basically decided that he was going to do it to he's going to save Irwin. So as he like everyone gets pulled away, so it's just Levi, yeah, they, yep, they Irwin, take him all, yep, and Armin, yep. Levi's about to inject Irwin, and in his like this unconscious but yet conscious state, he slaps Levi's arm out of the way, and Levi. It's like all he has left. Like physically, that's all he yeah. is. That's basically the end of him. So pretty much he lets, uh, I think there might be a couple like little flashbacks again with um, Irwin and his dad at this point. Yeah, like saying like, I, pretty much, it was actually sad because he said that I couldn't prove you right. Yeah. Um, but then Levi decides like to let him rest in peace and injects Armin. And Armin turns into a titan crawls up the house and eats Bertolt and effectively is saved completely, but he's also now, Armin is the colossal titan. Colossal titan, dude. And then this scene for me was just like, it, it, like there's almost no words for it. Because all that stuff, the emotional roller coaster that these few episodes send you on is just so crazy. And it's like this character that we've been with this entire time is now the colossal titan who basically started this whole show. Yep. Insane. Yep. Uh, so next episode, there's only a couple left. Armin has a nightmare of a weeping colossal titan. He wakes up with no memories at all. Like, he doesn't remember anything. Mm-hmm. Um, they explain to him, like, hey, you're a titan now, and he just gets sick. <laughs> he, yeah, like, he, like, throws up. He literally throws up. Because he had to eat Bertolt, and he's, like, realizing he ate as someone who he thought was his friend at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, the remaining uh, people huddle around him to explain the situation, like I just said. They get him up to date, and then they finally, like, finally, the payoff, three seasons later, they're at Aaron's house. The key won't let them in. <laughs> yeah, this was like a, you got to be fucking shitting me. So the key to Aaron's basement doesn't work. So they're like, what the fuck? So all of a sudden, Levi just kicks the door in. It's just very anticlimactic, and it's kind yeah. of funny the way they show it, because yeah. it's literally like a, you got to be fucking shitting me, you know? And then they, Which is hilarious that the, the basement's in pristine condition. Yeah. The whole house got Abs- destroyed, but... Except the basement. Anime logic, but yeah. whatever. So they get in the basement, they're looking around, and it's like your typical doctor's basement that would be around that like time frame. It was like there were some books yeah. on the desk. So they're like, oh. Well, so they cool. open up a desk drawer, and then that's where they see the there's a key, keyhole. Yeah, there's a keyhole. So they stick the keyhole the in. Or they, they stick the keyhole in the keyhole. <laughs> Shout out to Harper. That's a Harperism. Uh, they stick the key in the keyhole. It it pops open, and it was actually a... Um, well, they open the, the, um, the drawer. There's nothing in it. But then they find out it's a false bottom. Levi like taps on. It. He's like, "Yeah, that's that's a false bottom." Opens it, and there was like three books in it, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, they open the book, and there's a, a picture of Aaron's dad next to a woman with an infant child. Neither of them are, are his dad, his mom, and Aaron. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
an inscription on the back, he wrote that it was a photograph created by technology from a land beyond the walls where people live in luxury. And that's it's when all timey the... photo with the whole the flash and the smoke yeah. kind of camera. So like an eighteen a late eighteen hundreds type photo. Something like that, yeah. So that's when you industrial revolution. That's when you first. It kind of comes full full circle because a, they realize that Irwin's dad was right. Grish is not from here. He's from that where Irwin's mm-hmm. dad said they were. Armin is like holy was shit. Right. He was, he was like, right. There's yep. there's a land beyond the sea, somewhere waiting for me. Uh, and so they keep looking through everything. Uh, there's a post credit scene in this episode. Uh, Basically, well, it ends and we're at the ocean. Not yet. Well, we go through the whole desert. There's like a it, it's a long there's like hall. Two, there's two more episodes yeah. left. Um, Post credit scene: Aaron's reading his dad's book, and he's reading it when his dad was young. He had a sister, and they lived in a city called Mitras beyond the wall. Uh, the children saw like an airship fly overhead, and they were like somewhere zep- where like they weren't supposed to be. Uh, his dad impulsively dragged his sister outside of the outside of the like a, technically like an internment camp. Yeah, really, that's that's really the only way you can put it with like checkpoints and stuff like that. Yeah, where they weren't supposed to be. Basically, it's the rich and the poor people. Um. So then the next uh, two up ep- three episodes are pretty much all flashbacks to um, Aaron's dad's life before mm-hmm. what we know. Before, yeah. So he lived in this city in an internment camp because his people, the Eldians, were uh, were held pretty much captive by the Marleans because there's this whole story of Eldians turn into Titans. They're the devils. They destroyed the world. Now, basically, the rich people are like, you guys are pieces of shit. We're going to keep you up. Stay over where you belong. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not like serialized, but they wear special armbands that are like, oh, you have that. I think they're yellow. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, ew. Yeah. You're one of them. So there's a, so pretty there's much. a clear divide here. Pretty much what starts this whole thing off is Grisha, Drake. Aaron's dad dragged his, his sister. sister out. His sister got killed by the, pretty much the military police. Which is, again, just like... <laughs> it is, like, hard to watch because you know what's going to happen. Yep. They get found out by two cops, basically. One of the and cops the- ends up being a secret informant, but we'll talk about that briefly shortly. Rip. That, was a, that was a nice way to put that. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to get that out. He's called the He's called the owl. But, uh, yeah, that scene was, like, made me feel not good yeah. as a person because basically there's murder this little girl. You also have a sister, so you, I, probably, yeah, you have this I, also like, emotional I was like, attachment. Like, I, like, yeah. this scene made me feel gross inside. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it, emotionally, it was just so fucked. Yeah. Um, so pretty much after this, he wants to, like, he finds out the truth of the Aldeans, that they weren't this awful people that they're portrayed to be. And he joins this group like a, pretty much like a Patriots group. Like imagine like 1776, like America, 
where you have this group that's fighting against the, the British. This is pretty much kind of what it is. Like they joined this secret group to try and find the truth of the audience and get it spread out. They have the secret informant, the owl, that ended up being one of those. Uh, yeah. So this is basically, um, this was Aaron's father's drive. Like this is, his sister's death was yeah. his version of Aaron watching his mom get eaten. Yep. That's basically what we're seeing here. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can kind of trim some of this off. Uh, what are we at for time? <laughs> An hour and 40 minutes. Oh, okay. Um, basically, this is when um, Aaron's father has Zeke. Yeah, so, so, so pretty much Zeke is the son of Aaron's dad and Dina Freitz. Blonde lady. Dina Freitz, uh, the original king of uh, where they live in this island. Well, we... Paradise. Paradise, it's called. Uh, inside the walls. The original king was King Freitz. So... Dina Freitz so is... She, the, she is of royal descent. She's of royal descent. So when she turned into a titan... So pretty much she's... They're called the Restorationists, these patriots... They get found out. They get caught. And what happens is they're taken in a boat across the... I don't know if it's a... How big, I don't know how big the sea is, really. It, it doesn't really matter. So they go across this body of water. They end up in It's basically a, a dam. It's like a dam. It's like a dam. It's a giant wall. It's like the walls that they have around the city, really. They take, a, they take all these Eldians up to the top, and they inject every single one of them with Titan spinal fluid. It take turns them, them into the a... Wall. They kick, they kick them off the wall. They, they turn, turn into, into a titan, titan, and that's where the Titans come from. Like regular Titan, like regular normal Titans. Dumb. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, excuse me. Rip. Damn. Uh, so Dina Fritz is turned, and that's when Grisha goes apeshit, starts screaming at this guy, who happens to be. It's the same two officers that killed his sister. Yes. Yep. So that's it's a callback to that, and I think they remember him. Yeah. Oh, they they, they definitely remember him. So he's going off on this fat officer, this short, fat, pudgy. This officer. is the one that killed his sister. It's the one that killed his sister. And then all of a sudden, as he's about to inject him, he's kicked down the wall. Yep. By uh, by the other officer, the tall, skinny one, who is the owl, the. He's the one that leaks a bunch of information. He's got yeah. He, he's the one that they've been talking to, who's kind of been pumping them information. They don't know who years. it is. Yeah. So pretty much, you learn that he's at the end of. Well, he he talks to Grisha. He goes, "I'm the owl. Do you want to see the true power of the Eldians? Watch this." Slits his hand, turns into the Attack Titan, destroys the ships, kills every single person, and then he injects Grisha. Grisha eats him. He becomes the Attack Titan. And that's how he found his way to the city inside the wall. And the owl was at the end of his um, time with the Titan power. Yeah. So he was like, I got to pass this on now, pretty much. And he does have a conversation. This is super important. This is like the end, end scene. Oh, fuck. We didn't even mention it. (laughs) That's the Titan that ate Aaron's mom. Yeah. So Dina Freitz is his first. So, okay. So Aaron's a father's original wife is the titan that is the titan that that turns out to eat aaron's mother yeah 
So who is also a descendant of who has royal blood. So, so that explains why when Aaron punched her fucking hand. So like this whole, this is where everything starts getting... to t- it tied together. Really. Um because Aaron technically has the power of two titans in him. He has the founding power that you need royal blood to use to control the titans, which is why he when he touched Dina Fritz's titan, he got the coordinate. That's what mm-hmm. it's called, the coordinate. And then he has the attack titan power, which is just a fucking like a fighting titan. Yeah, hence the name. So it kind of just wraps all those things together. You're like, holy fucking shit. Technically, yeah, is, Aaron's there's a whole, there's step, like a, half oh my mom, stepmom, whatever you want to call her, was the one that ate his real mom. Zeke's mom ate Aaron's mom. Yeah. Who was both of and they got caught wives. And they got caught because Zeke ratted on them. Yeah, that's, and then, yep. So we, we kind of we missed that part, but yep. Zeke's grandparents... Well, you kind of learn a little something else in season four, but we'll get to that yeah. when we finally. But Zeke essentially ratted on his Zeke's parents. A fucking rat, fucking snitch, master splinter rat, pretty much. Um, then like the next two are kind of just, uh, yeah, we kind of just went through all of it, and then the last we- episode is the uh, Paradise, the island. They're, they're, the government's meeting. Historia decides the people within the walls must be told the truth. That's been kept for a secret for a hundred years. Um, oh, there is one scene going back to the owl. Hmm. He has a conversation with Grisha, and he specifically mentions Armin and Mikasa. He's like, I don't know whose memories these are, but you have to look out for these two. Yeah. Say, like, I want them protected, basically. And then that's when, you know, when he comes to the island. Holy fuck. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. So that means, like, that's why all the memories are, like, chained together almost. So the last episode is the government meets. They decide everyone needs to know the truth. Historia gives the survivors medals. Aaron touches her hand, and immediately he is flooded by memories of the Fritz royal family, indicating a connection through Titan blood. So... That kind of goes back to what Aaron just said, where the owl from 20, 30 years prior told Grisha, you have to protect two people named Mikasa and Armin. I don't know who they He's are. He's like, I, I don't know who they are. Yeah. I don't know whose memories these are, but you have to look out for them. This whole, um, half of this whole second half of this season is just so insane. So this is six years after the fall of Wall Maria. They begin expeditions outside of the wall. One day they find a titan unable to move because of its small arms and legs and realize they must be close to the perimeter where the Eldians are turned into titans by Marley. Further on, they finally arrive at the wall where Grisha became a titan. For the first time, they see the shimmering ocean, which is a huge thing because the last scene is them standing in the ocean. Yeah, they're basically playing in the ocean. And then uh, Aaron... Everyone's like joyfully playing except for Aaron because Aaron realizes they've only found the enemies across the sea instead of the freedom he's been looking for, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And this is where we talked about this before. Aaron has a huge change in character, and like this is kind of like what sets him on that path of yeah. Because like, the last I'm thing you see is him pointing now. across the sea, like out for of the, the sea. enemies that way. And he says, "If I kill everyone over there, will we finally be free?" That's the end of the season. That's we yep, That's where we're at. So that's the end of season three. We're about a, we're an hour and forty six minutes in. 
Which isn't too bad for this say, for the right. amount of stuff that's actually in the, this is like we gl- we're scratching we, the surface, we dude. This is we're at over the tip it. of the iceberg. There's a whole lot of I, we mentioned this before. I feel like I say that term a lot, yeah. But there's just so much inter interwebbing in this show, yeah. And like you have to watch this show more than once. Like I just this quick, I didn't watch season one and two again. I just watched bits and pieces of three the past few days, yeah. and there's just so much stuff you don't pick up on. And now that you you take that knowledge that you see that you take in the first watching, you're like, oh, that's what that meant. Mm-hmm. It's just if you've gotten to this point and you haven't watched the show yet, do yourself a favor. Watch the show. It took me a couple of weeks of uh, hounding Aaron to watch it, and when he finally did, he was addicted to it. Oh yeah, like I, it was a, such an intense story that like, it was like I liken it to reading a book you can't put down. That I was yeah. just so entrenched in the story, and then one episode ends, and the every episode ends on a fucking cliffhanger too. Every single one, like every episode. <laughs> Fuck, what a what a story. Yeah, and I see why this is like your favorite anime of all time. Like it's just it's just so great. Yeah. So normally I mean, now, so we're done with this topic for now. So next week will be a completely different. We're not going to go into season four. Season four, we're going to wait to do until the second half of season four is going to come out. We'll talk about that. We kind of want not get this out of the way, but going forward with the with our show here, we do want to do some different. We want to do like topic t- about different things in the anime yeah. sphere. So the the structure of the show will be similar. I like doing the news in the front. Yep. Because we do do this weekly. So we'll also be doing a lot more fun stuff soon. This kind of just kind of spawned itself because we were going to rank the seasons. Then we realized, well, no, if no one ever watched yeah. this, we should probably recap it real quick. Well, now that we've done that, I mean, I think it's it's easy to say it goes it's three, two, one. Yeah. yeah. It just gets it just keeps ramping on itself. Yeah. You take what you learned in season one. Into season two, you build on build it, on and, that. Build on that. <laughs> and then you get to season three, and then we finally find out why stuff in season one happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, it's just we barely touched the scratch the surface of this show, this whole series. Next week, we'll maybe we'll uh, get. I some, got some ideas. We got that. Yeah, you got ideas. I got ideas. Maybe we get someone in here. We'll do. We'll do something fun. Yeah, next week will be like a. We'll. I don't know. You'll see when we get yeah. there. But uh, thank you guys for listening. Our numbers do keep increasing. Yeah, we appreciate that so much. You don't, we can't f- put into words how much we appreciate it. I mean, I'm still having fun. I'm having a lot. I'm of fun having a lot this. of fun. Yeah, we're almost two months into this, dude. This is chapter four. This I mean, is well, five, five, for five, yeah. five weeks into this. Yeah, now. five weeks in. But yeah, I'm having a great time. Um, again, don't forget to. Follow our socials, like our socials, share our socials. Anime made me do it on Facebook. Uh, Anime made me do a pod on Insta. I should probably use the Twitter more because I can't even remember the Twitter handle right off the top of my head. I think it's similar to what I yeah. did at Instagram. It was- it's like A M M A M M D I podcast or something like that. Uh, 
Again, let us know if you watch anything, read anything that you think one might like. We'll check it out, and we'll talk about it. Yeah, feel free to comment. Uh, we're starting to post more on all the socials. Yep. Particularly the uh, the Insta and the Facebook yeah. for now. Uh, the Twitter sphere we're not as versed in, so we're working on that. Yeah. If there's something you guys would like us to talk about, obviously feel free to hit us up. Yeah. You know, slide in our DMs about ideas and... Uh, We'll check it out. Anything cool that you see. I mean, I I posted some stuff on the Instagram the other day about um, those new Bait Me uh, One Punch Man shoes. Those are those are cool. I'm not a shoe person. Oh, see, I very much so am. Like, yeah. I follow a lot of those. Um, shoes. Shoe, shoe, uh, yeah, shoes yeah. And, and clothes and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, uh, and uh, different athletes and stuff like that that you see that are also fans of anime. Mm-hmm. Dude, Meg the Stallion is a huge Dragon Ball fan, I guess. Like, that whole image of her, like, going basically Super Saiyan and that new stuff that she dropped. Mm-hmm. It's out there, man. It's, it's like, cool to be a fan of, like, animating. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty good timing for us. Yeah. And then we'll hopefully have some cool guests on soon because I know some people that know some people. And we'll hopefully have some cool guests on for you guys to actually see us interact with and talk to about anime soon. With yeah, soon, absolutely. So. Um, next week we'll talk. I we didn't. Um, it's been very busy for us. Yeah. Outside of uh, this podcast. Yeah. Like you said, we both work together, and work has been getting kind of crazy. So, uh, we, this is now normally when we would talk about uh, this week's My Hero Academia, but we didn't watch it. We're gonna postpone that till next week. We'll talk about this week's and then the next week's as well. Well, we'll they're on that. break this week. Not yet. So this Saturday. Oh, this Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So this will be a nice time to kind of wrap up this current um, segment, and then we'll go into yeah, we'll recap MHA. So we'll get there. Don't MHA people don't yeah don't be like oh no they forget they didn't talk about my hero. Don't sleep on us. We'll get there. All right. AOT is a is a uh, this is a long three episodes, dude. Yeah. Listen to it, folks. Any uh, closing thoughts, Tyler? Uh, no. Just make sure you check us out on the socials, share us, and uh, we Leave appreciate reviews, everyone like, who's share, tuning in. Subscribes are yep. super important. All right. I got nothing else. I got nothing else. Anime made me do it. Ain't nothing to it. Anime made me do it.